This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, you probably heard a lot about these uh, various uh, creep catcher groups that uh, have sprung up. One in particular is in the news, the Surrey Creep Catchers. Now, these are basically vigilantes that are trying to uh, catch pedophiles in the act. Almost modeled in a way, I guess, on what you've seen on TV, the uh, to catch a predator. Where you sort of set up these stings, these people show up thinking they're about to meet up with some uh, underage kid, and they're busted. So that's what these creep catchers have been doing. And I'm sympathetic to that. And I suspect a lot of you are too. Right, The idea that you get these creeps out there who are trying to, to lure children online. I mean, we got to put a stop to that. And I guess it's similar to what police do. Do we want citizens taking the law into their own hands? And more to the point, though, do we want them posting these images when maybe we don't know the whole story? Certainly the individuals in question have not been convicted of anything. And that's what uh, B.C.'s Privacy Watchdog has found. The Privacy Commissioner in B.C. has ordered the Surrey Creep Catchers to remove material posted online related to two men after these men made separate complaints to the Office of the Information and Privacy Commissioner. Interestingly, though, the Surrey creep catchers say they have no intention to abide by that. They say the whole purpose of what we do is to protect children from these guys. So they're going to keep the pictures up. I think a showdown is brewing here. Joining us for some thoughts on all this, very pleased to welcome to the program uh, Sean Smith. Uh, he's a professional social media ed- educator. Uh, he's been following these uh, creep catchers. He's got a website, The Truth About Creep Catchers, T-T-A-C-C. Uh, .ca. Sean, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. How are you? Really good. So tell us a bit more than I guess about how you got interested in, in these creep catchers. Well, the short story is we had one come through my community here on Vancouver Island back in October of last year, and, and it got my attention because it was just a, an exceedingly bizarre video that uh, ended up in my stream. Uh, so out of curiosity, I, I dug a little bit more into what this thing was, and I discovered that what they were doing was essentially everything that I teach kids in schools not to do, uh, you know, false accusations without any supporting evidence, uh, inspiring the mob to gang up on an individual based solely on the, the, the word of the individual who's posting the content. In that process, uh, and I started up a little Facebook page and, and to to put up my opinion about it, that was the point when uh, the head of the Surrey Creep Catchers, Ryan LaForge, decided to call me a pedophile. Now, keeping in mind there's no catch, there's no chat logs, there's no anything that other than I had an opinion about Creep Catchers in general, and he decided to just basically say that, well, I must be a pedophile if I support this, uh, don't support the, the Creep Catcher activity. Uh, and I went, oh, son, game on. Uh, 
and so I've spent the last, the better part of the last uh, eight months basically digging into the background of creep catchers and the whole history behind them and what they do and, and the underbelly that the general public doesn't usually see or the supporters don't want to support is pretty ugly. Well, yeah, I mean, they say they're, they're trying to protect kids, right? That's, and, you know, on the surface, for most people, it's, it's hard to object to that. We all want to protect kids. But why is this the wrong way to go about it? Well, simply put, they're, they're not equipped to do what is necessary to actually find child predators online. What they're doing, uh, essentially, and this was brought up in the, the uh, Privacy Commissioner's report, was they are posing online as adults pretending to be kids. Yeah, it's, it's a rather you know, bizarre setup to begin with, but they put up ads in adult uh, websites and dating apps and classified ads in the adult, uh, finding adults section. Somewhere in the conversation, they change the age once they get somebody in the conversation. They change the age to something around 12 to, to 15 years old. If the person carries on that conversation, they entice the person into having a, a conversation that can make them look like they are wanting to have sex with a child. And then they eventually convince them to you know, meet someplace, and that's where the, the video aspect comes in. Now, we keep in mind the fact that a lot of these people that are taking part in this activity have criminal records themselves. The, the group out in Chilliwack, as a matter of fact, one of their, uh, their founding members had a, a criminal conviction and spent time in jail for manslaughter. Another one was, was convicted of uh, hit and run of a 14-year-old kid. You know, it just it seems kind of ludicrous that we would, as a society, allow these people to, to run amok and accuse people of, of crimes when we would never accept this kind of background from our own police forces. No. So why, why are these guys doing it then? Well, uh, there's, there's a lot behind, uh, behind the decision to take part in this. More than anything else, what, what we've discovered is that a lot of them have a background in being bullies in the first place. Uh, if you look through their, their online history, they take part in any kind of, of bashing of any one individual for any number of reasons. Uh, there's a money aspect. Uh, there is certainly in the case of the Surrey Creek Patchers, they've managed to raise enough money to support Ryan LaForge in his, in his lifestyle. Uh, there's the, you know, it's a power issue uh, as well. I mean, just overall the ability to, to gain support against an individual and, and look proud doing it. Uh, there's a certain amount of narcissism involved, too, where, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. If you take a look at the uh, at Creep Catcher's Facebook pages or, or websites, if you say anything negative towards their, their work, you're blocked and banned. So the only people that are really allowed in their online environment are those who basically fill the echo chamber with positive vibes. Uh, they're not interested in, in another side of the conversation. And you see that with LaForge uh, right now, where he's being defiant against the privacy commissioner. And this is, this is an organization that the governments of, of Canada and, and the provinces actually...
actually have to answer to. But he feels that he's above that group, uh, you know, that he doesn't have to answer to them. He's answering to some sort of higher authority, being the public. So what do you make of this uh, ruling from the B.C. Privacy Commissioner? Is this kind of thing long overdue? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the idea of vigilantism disappeared with the Old West, uh, you know, where we have law enforcement to do this job. And there are tools in place. If, if a person finds somebody who is acting predatory towards a child, there's cybertips.ca. There's a phone number called 911 where they can contact the police and say, look, I'm, I have this conversation going with somebody I believe to be a child predator. There are tools in place to allow law enforcement to do their job. What they're choosing to do is, is take the law into their own hands for their own purposes, uh, you know, to, to achieve fame, fortune, and attention for whatever reason they have. Um, there, there's never a child, an actual child involved, although they say that this is the case. So what the privacy commissioner is coming out and saying is that, no, you're, you're violating the privacy rights of an individual in this country, and those same rights that apply to you apply to everybody. Uh, the methodology by which they obtain this information is, in fact, wrong. Uh, and it even got proven out uh, just this past week when one of their catches, who was actually arrested and charged for child luring, was released with a peace bond because of the way that the evidence was collected by the creep catchers. So they ended up actually being the reason that a potential predator actually escaped justice. Uh, so how is that protecting children? It's not. And I think, you know, the issue is once you accuse somebody of something like that, especially when you put your name and your picture out there, there's there's no one doing that. Right. And I mean, uh, so who knows? Anyone could be could be uh, accused of that. This is something that I teach in in schools is that uh, the Internet never forgets. Once it's up online, it's always online. So that picture of you taking a long draw on a a bong at at a street party is going to stay in your public profile until the the potential employer brings up your profile and goes, oh, wait a minute, bit of a drug problem, maybe I won't hire this kid. Uh, So, I mean, this is a a very big part of what I teach. So even with the privacy commissioner saying that they need to remove and destroy all of this evidence, it's never really going to be gone. Uh, Somewhere somebody has downloaded it or screenshot it. We saw evidence of that last year when uh, a transgender woman was caught in Edmonton, uh, proven to have not been an actual child predator, that it was was a ruse by, by her roommates. Uh, and then about three or four months later, that reappears uh, out of a top ten creepy people video out of Ontario, which eventually led to this this woman who was already suffering from mental illness to commit suicide. Uh, you know, there are ramifications to these actions that go well beyond what the uh, what creep catchers think is actually going to happen. Yeah. Well, uh, Sean, we'll leave it there. People can uh, read more at your website. It's ttacc.ca, if I got it right. Correct, and you can find us on Facebook as well at uh, facebook.com slash truthaboutcreepcatchers. All right. Sean, thanks again. Appreciate this. Thank you. All right, so there you go. That's Sean Smith, uh, The Truth About Creep Catchers. A more critical look at uh, these groups and what they're doing. And you can see all kinds of obvious pitfalls here. Uh, I can get and appreciate that the people 
want to protect kids and maybe a perception that there's too much of this out there. The police can't keep up with it. So we're going to help them out. We're going to find these guys. But what do we know about these creep catchers? Who will watch the watchers, as they say? So what do you make of all this? 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.